Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going. It's a Wednesday edition of the Locked On Cardinals podcast. We're your hosts, Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, and a huge show on tap, as always. And it's brought to you by our friends over at Peacock in Williamson. What's that? It's a national NFL podcast. NFL analyst Brian Peacock, former NFL scout Matt Williamson. They host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday, just like Alex and I are talking about the Cardinals. They're talking about the news around the league. Brian and Matt, they'll give you the national perspective. They'll cover all the latest news, insight on every team, every game, every move around the NFL. Get your picks, your previews, and much more every weekday with Peacock and Williamson, the podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Subscribe where you get your podcasts. (laughs) That rascal, DeAndre Hopkins, Alex. He's back at it. (laughs) Oh, man, he's just armed with a social media account and all the star power you need to recruit NFL talent the latest recruitment uh, assignment for deandre hopkins trying to bolster the arizona cardinals defense we'll tell you what he's up to also we'll get into uh one of larry fitzgerald's teammates of 10 years says he's coming back baby fitz is going to come back we'll see we'll see what larry fitz is up to we'll tell you what the latest news is on larry legend and then a pretty impressive stat for the arizona cardinals signal caller kyler murray which continues to tell the story that he deserves more respect than he's getting nationally. And I don't want to just beat this dead horse, but uh, we are here spreading the gospel of Kyler Murray, and uh, we need you to know that he's poised for a big season in year three, and if you need more ammo for that, we're going to give it to you today. Alex, third episode on YouTube. So far, so good, my friend. Yeah, it's good. It's it's nice to um thank you for everybody who likes who uh, yes. subscribing subscribers are, are skyrocketing up from where we started before uh, Monday so thank you to everybody who listens watches uh, we are always ingratiated for everybody that does and um bigger and better things are coming we're gonna start uh, Facebook is gonna become more prevalent coming up here soon as well so you're gonna see Bo in my face Bo's haircut and my uh, my talent. <laughs> um, a lot uh, on a lot more uh, platforms. I do want to jump into this really quickly, Bo, about DeAndre Hopkins because I'm making a list of things that Bo's passionate about. Mm. And when we talk about uh, just on this podcast specifically, Kyle Shanahan, loath- loathing Kyle Shanahan's one. That's always going to be the one seed, but the one A, the silver medal, is going to be DeAndre Hopkins' prowess on social media. This is something because Bo is. He, he's the graphic guy. He does. He works a lot with graphics for our podcast. You can see any graphics that are made is from him, and they look great. DeAndre Hopkins on social media isn't doing these rinky-dink posts where it's like, hey, Stephon Gilmore, here's a picture of us, you know, with our arms, you know, uh, hugging or whatever, saying, hey, come play for the Cardinals. There's real quality to these posts, Bo. <laughs> I mean, th- this has got to get your juices flowing. Like, I mean, the posts look good. They're sexy-looking posts. Worked for J.J. Watt. Let's see if he can work for Stephon Gilmore as well. It worked It worked for J.J. Watt. It absolutely did. Uh, he was trying to recruit Julio Jones. That fell by the wayside, but that would have had to uh, include Steve Keim facilitating a trade, and uh, nothing worked out for the Arizona Cardinals. They weren't willing to part with more than the Tennessee Titans were willing to part with, and now 
Julio is a member of the Tennessee Titans. That's all well and good, but you're right. You mentioned it, Stephon Gilmore in the corner from the New England Patriots. I talked to uh, Corbin Smith recently of Locked On Cardinals, or I'm sorry, Locked On Seahawks, and uh, he was mentioning that the Seahawks should be in on Stephon Gilmore. And I think every like any star, and I said this with the Julio Jones uh, situation, any star that becomes available or is on the market. And the NFC West team should be calling because they're all in win-now win mode. And I don't think that the Arizona Cardinals need to flex their trump card in this situation. I don't think Stephon Gilmore would – you would need to to spend a first-round pick on Stephon Gilmore. But you absolutely have to be in the conversation and you have to make a play for it if it's available because when we look at the remaining needs for this Arizona Cardinals roster – there's a lot of questions remaining on that corner in that cornerback room, and Stephon Gilmore would answer most of those, no doubt about it. Right. I mean, and I believe they still have their second and third round picks. So, Bo, I mean, it's worth a stab at this point. He's got one year left on his deal. You know, it's not that much money. I mean, he's not getting $18 million or something next year, and he's a proven commodity. He's a dude that could bring some experience into the cornerback room He's played, I believe, played with Malcolm Butler before years ago. You know, you have a dude that on a, in a weird year for the, for the Patriots, you got to look at the year before, and the dude's still a mauler, and he'd be the best corner the Cardinals have immediately. Just like bringing A.J. Green in, he's by far the second best wide receiver the Arizona Cardinals have, regardless of output from last season and regardless of age, the dude will still be able to produce on the field in a positive way for this team that desperately needs it in the cornerback room. Yeah, it would it immediately, and I, I throw this word around too much, and hopefully you're not kind of like desensitized to it, but it would bolster their cornerback room, no doubt about it. Like Malcolm Butler, Stephon Gilmore, you'd be hard-pressed to find in the NFC West a more talented uh more talented group of corners than those two. I know they're long in the tooth, no doubt about it. But sure, it's like it's just like DeAndre Hopkins does for the wide receiver room for the Cardinals. Jalen Ramsey does that for the Rams cornerback room. I mean, he's he immediately puts them in the conversation for the top group in the in the division and, and across the league. But Malcolm Butler, Stephon Gilmore, you've got Byron Murphy playing the uh, the slot corner position. That's that's enough. That's enough. It's 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 way it's way further ahead than where this group is right now. Where you're going to rely upon a guy who hasn't played in two seasons, and before that he was with the Atlanta Falcons and Robert Alford, and he was released. The the Falcons, a team that's been struggling to even sniff 500, was just like, nah, we could do without it. We can do without paying that that contract. But the Arizona Cardinals, Steve Kime, they're enamored by the guy. I don't know what it is. Like Robert Alford has to be. Maybe one of the best like practice players we've never seen before because he continues to just like the Arizona Cardinals are infatuated with him. They they even released I mean, him this offseason and brought him back. Or it's ego. I mean, which is more likely what it is for Steve Kime. I was right. We're gonna play him. We drafted Brandon Williams. We're gonna play him. Oh, you played running back in college. You never played corner before. Doesn't yeah. matter. You're the starter CB two alongside Patrick Peterson a handful of years ago. This is Steve Kime ego. And I don't think it's anything else besides that. And this isn't Steve Carmen Slander. It's just we know who he is at this point. He made a move in the offseason a couple of years ago. He hasn't been wrong yet because he can't predict who's going to get injured and who isn't. So you need to prove himself wrong before he will actually say that he's wrong. Before we get and we don't on, know. Maybe yeah. Robert Alford will be a great CB2. We honestly have no idea. I mean, I feel like I, I have a pretty good idea of who he was in Atlanta. And he was CB2 there for sure. 
Uh, it was a Desmond Trufant that he was playing opposite down there for a while, who was pretty talented. But let, let's keep it. Let's keep the conversation on Stephon Gilmore. What are you willing to part with to acquire Stephon Gilmore from the Patriots? Third. Third. Are yeah. you willing I mean, to go up it, to a second round pick? It depends on if he wants to extend and stay with the Cardinals for the next four years. But do you want three years. to? Do you want to? I mean, he's he's thirty one, isn't he? I mean, that that's a pretty long extension for a guy that's he's he's shown that he's he's not the guy he was two seasons ago, where he was part of the best defense in the NFL. But I, I still think he's going to be starting caliber corner that's going to be able to make plays down the stretch against uh, opponents twice a season that have DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. You know, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Cooper Cup, and Robert Woods. I mean, I, I think that he would he would absolutely do what you need. So why not, you know, why aren't you willing to go higher? Um because you know, I, I for one year, that's why I said it like if I would take him as a CB two for the next two or three years, I I, I you would. Yeah. Like even with, with Rodney Hudson, when they traded a third round pick for him, you Got, they extended him immediately, so you knew that you were going to have him for a couple years after. I mean, and I know that he took a they completely restructured his deal to get more cap space for this season coming up. But I mean, I want I'm not going to trade a second round pick for a one year guy. I would for a third, you know, a third round pick for a one year guy. Prove it. Hey, do you like the culture here with JJ Watt, DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray, etc.? And then you can make your own decision at the end of the season if you want to stay for a couple more years with the Cardinals. Yeah. It, I, I do want the Arizona Cardinals, regardless of what they value, as far as how they assess how much they're willing to spend, draft capital, whatever it may be, that they're uh, they're ahead of the game to where they're not scrambling. If they come out of the gates hot and they're saying, okay, this is where we need to maybe improve if we want to be a player uh, in this NFC West and the division contenders and have enough juice to get to the finish line, unlike last season, that they're that this wasn't a, a move that they could have made in June or before training camp that was on the table. Let's set another modest like uh, goal for this YouTube video. Yesterday it was twenty. We fell short, but if you mash that like button more than twenty times today, we will give you some bonus content later today. That's our promise from Alex and myself. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at LockdownAZCards, at B-O-B-R-A-C-K, Bob Rack to follow me, Bo Brock, and at Clancy's Corner to follow Alex. We see you guys in the chat. We're getting getting in the conversation. A former teammate of Larry Fitzgerald says, Larry Legend, there's no doubt he's coming back to play another season of football, plus a pretty impressive stat from Kyler Murray because we're all about spreading the gospel of Kyler Murray. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. Credit Karma, Alex. It's always been there to help you make the better financial decisions, and now they want to help even more. With Credit Karma Money Spend Account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Who doesn't want instant gratification? If you're looking for satisfaction, there's no need to wait. With Credit Karma Money, you could win cash reimbursements and debit purchases. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot with your instant Karma Cash, which will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no after overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. 
And uh, look, Credit Karma Money, the progress starts here right now. Visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for free to start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank, Inc. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. All right. We're back here live on YouTube, live on our uh, Periscope on Twitter, and live on Facebook. Follow us, Locked on AZ Cards, Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, and uh, we've been... We've been going at it with Patrick Peterson, the former Arizona Cardinals cornerback, and uh, recently Pat Pete. He said that uh, Larry Fitzgerald. This is just his prediction of his teammate of ten seasons. "Quote: Larry Fitzgerald ain't going to retire." Alex, finally, some good news coming out of P two in Minnesota. What are your thoughts on his former teammate? You think he's right? It's like this dude just won't retire and give me my spotlight. This dude just won't leave. I wanted to be the next Larry Fitzgerald. I didn't know Larry Fitzgerald was going to play longer than I than I will in in Arizona. I don't care what he says. Like I, I who cares? This means nothing to me. N- not to like completely bury the the story. Um, I feel like we would have known already. I feel like this is a long, slow burn for a dude that never has wanted any sort of spotlight on him. You know, Larry Fitzgerald loves money. We know that. He's a businessman. He's going to make, he's probably going to be close to a billionaire at some point in his life with his business acumen. But I feel like, and, and I ran down the dates where he said he was coming back after the 2018 season, or 2017, 2018, and 2019 season. I don't believe it ever got to March. And the dude just live and just let him go off into the sunset. You know, I feel like Bob McManaman, who's a great writer for AZ Central, know him, Bob, um, Bo and I both do personally. Um, he said something to the effect of Larry Fitzgerald just wants to ride off into the sunset. And that's exactly what he's doing. It, are, but you got to be surprised that we haven't heard a peep yet, right? We thought, oh, by the draft, for sure, we'll at least have some sort of inclination. But are you surprised we haven't heard anything still? Um, a little surprised, but no, like you said, I mean, this is a guy that has wanted to kind of just under the radar, just slip off into retirement. But I don't I, – I'll listen when Patrick Peterson's talking about a guy he's known for 10 years. I mean, they're not just, you know, teammates. They're guys that have hit the links together. They play golf. They have similar interests. They're very similar as far as how they conduct themselves off the field, as far as, you know, giving back and all their, like, phil- philanthropic endeavors – I mean, they're very mm-hmm. similar. I feel like Larry Fitzgerald was a mentor to Patrick Peterson because, you know, as we say now, as as there, this has ended up in divorce, but there was a time when Patrick Peterson was going to be the successor as the face of the franchise that just never came to fruition. And, and that's due, uh, all mostly due to Pat Pete and his 2018 trade request. But I think that P2, his educated guess, that's what I'm going to take it as, because I don't think he's sharing text with Fitz and say, hey, you come back. Oh, you're coming back. Okay, I'm going to tell the media here in Minnesota now this, this breaking news, or I'm going to tell my All Things Covered podcast. But I think that that's his guess, and I'll take Patrick Peterson's guess over even Bobby McManaman's. No disrespect to him. But, uh, yeah, I, look, Larry Fitzgerald could absolutely come back. And he could fit back into this and, and play a role in this offense and 
be a big target in the red zone and, and be a guy that could be a possession receiver while you've got speed speed guys running all over the field, whether it's Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk, and then, of course, what DeAndre Hopkins does. But, uh, yeah, as far as this being something that's going to be set in stone or you could Sharpie Larry Fitzgerald's name back on the roster, I'm not ready to do that either. But I will say this. like, Look, Larry Fitzgerald being in Minnesota does not mean – He's going to be a part or a member of the the Minnesota Vikings. Not not even close. He does this every summer, every summer. Yeah. Um, one thing that I do need, and this is an idea trademark. First, you you heard it here first on Locked On Cardinals. If Larry Fitzgerald comes back, the first image I want is a Reservoir Dogs picture with him in the middle and just all the stars on the outside. Slow motion, walk up, all wearing the same color. And just a screenshot of it for Instagram. That's what I want. Bo, can you take care of that for me? Because, <laughs> I mean, if, if Larry Fitzgerald comes back, like, I, of course you want him back. Yeah. Like, I've said multiple times, it doesn't matter as much now as it once did for him to be a part of this organization. That's just the truth. Obviously, you want Larry Fitzgerald back. It would help with, I mean, obvi- Larry Fitzgerald can play at least 45 if he wants to with the Arizona Cardinals. It will always be a spot for him, for better or worse. Um, I think it'd be great for the locker room, obviously great for the field, great for the fans for him to have one more hurrah. Um, But I mean, at this point, either way now question for you, which would be more of a breaking news on the bottom line with red and sports center, Larry Fitzgerald coming back or Larry Fitzgerald retiring, retiring. Yeah. I don't think there's a, a, so so there's still a thought that he's going to come back. You can brace yourself. Yeah. You could brace yourself all you want, but for somebody who's, who's suited up since, all the way back in 2004 and been a mainstay and, and really a lot, the only thing you can kind of hang your head on for that long, it's the, it would still be a shock to the system, no doubt yeah, that's about probably it. that's right. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think that uh, it, the unique, just how unique this offseason's been with the lack of funds to go out there for every organization to spend on free agents and having a, a bigger pool, talent pool to bring in guys that it's put a guy like Larry Fitzgerald in a situation to where he uh, he can wait. He, he knows this offense. He's in his th- it would be his third season under Cliff Kingsbury in his role, and that uh, he would absolutely just benefit from the team going to training camp and then looking and seeing where their finances are and then say, okay, this is what we can give you. This is the best we can give you, and that's going to be your contract for probably your final season in the NFL, and that's the, just what they're waiting for. You know, figure out, like, is there going to be a deal for another corner, a trade for a guy like Stefan Gilmore or Zach Ertz, or, you know, and then see what money's left over there. And if it's not worth it to Larry Fitzgerald just to make the vet minimum, which he'd make pretty handsome payday, probably more than he could make not playing football, um, we'll see if it's worth it to him. It's Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day, streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and of course, Twitter. Uh, there's a few times that Alex and I feel vulnerable talking to other people, and the number one thing for me, and I think it's for Alex, because we don't know much about cars, is yeah. dealing with mechanics or dealing with auto parts. We don't yeah, have that problem true. anymore. Oh. No, we don't. We don't. It's fantastic, because we can circumvent the whole awkward phase with rock auto. Um, it's a family owned business been around for 20 years and it's all online RockAuto.com. Um, the coolest part as Bo mentioned is you don't have to go to a store and say, Hey, uh, my friend Bo doesn't know what he's doing with cars. Can you help us? 
That's why you can just go to rockauto.com. The prices are reliably low. Um, you can buy everything you need for your car or truck. I mean, paint, tail lamps, carpet, whatever whatever the hell you need. Rockauto.com's got you covered. Um, the best part is the prices are the same for manufacturers and you know layman do-it-yourselfers like us. Uh, you don't get upcharged or anything like that, which is great. You don't have to go to a chain store. You can do it in your sweatpants. Rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. We talk about RockAuto.com and we love RockAuto. We also love Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. And if you haven't tried it yet, you're doing yourself a disservice. Get out there, buy yourself a Built Bar mix box. You'll get three. Of three different flavors, you can figure out which one you like, or you can get all 18 flavors. Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Check in which of the nine delicious flavors or occasional limited-time flavors, which are always unbelievably tasty, is your favorite. Not only are Built Bars delicious, the best tasting, they're healthy too. They bring the nutrition. 17 grams of protein in most flavors, only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs go to builtbar.com right now use the promo code locked 15 and you'll get 15 percent off your first order that's using the promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at builtbar.com so kyler murray we've been uh kind of just defending him to the death he's our ride or die no doubt about it uh, it's the locked on cardinals podcast bo brock alex clancy follow him on twitter at clancy's corner follow the podcast at locked on easy cards and follow me at B-O-B-R-E-C-K. So, Doug Farrar of uh, Touchdown Wire, and this was uh, via Jess Root of Cardinals Wire, they pointed out that uh, Kyler Murray was number one throwing the football on three-step drops. Number one in the NFL. That's where he was. He made the most damage against opposing defenses. He was 122 for 174, 1,400 yards, and uh, he had 14 touchdowns and just three interceptions and just surrendered or was taken down for seven sacks. Somebody that was similar to him, I think was next in this, was Ben Roethlisberger. And it's it's just kind of interesting. It's, it's another just footnote on his impressive two-season resume. And it, 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 as we try to debunk these stupid lists where Kyler Murray's ranked you know, 17th best quarterback in the league, not even in the top half of the league, and he's the 16th best player under 25, which is ridiculous. He's he's by he's he's a top five player under 25. Not only because of his skill set, what he's done his first two years, he's taken home the hardware for the offensive rookie of the year, but also you know it's the the position that he plays. It's of you know utmost importance in sports. So when you look at a guy who's top. Three here. Fred Warner was number one on that list. Then you've got Josh Allen there. If you look at Josh Allen's second season, if you look at his first season, he wasn't very good. He just wasn't. He made some plays. He showed a skill set that was raw, and it was something that was not uh, honed in by any means. He was not a good passer. He was not accurate. And the main knock on Kyler Murray is this intermediate passing prowess. And he had the 17th you know, rated pro football focus passer rating in the league. But when you look at the stats, Kyler Murray's he's a good at throwing the deep ball. I just mentioned three step drops. Awesome. Best in the league. It's I, I'm I'm finding 
it unbelievable that people can poke holes in his game and continue to underrate him. And he's going into year three, a year that Josh Allen absolutely went nuts, and he did nothing before then. And then Kyler Murray just continues. Like I said, people are poking holes in his games and finding reasons not to like yeah. him, even though I'm. Bo, I mean, Patrick Mahomes ruined it for everybody. It ruined. He ruined the the growth, the growth time frame for players because he came in and he was the best quarterback in the NFL immediately. Fifty touchdown passes his first full season. I mean, it kind of. And then Lamar Jackson, in a completely different way, changed the quarterback position forever. Where he rushed what seven games in a row over a hundred yards, shattered shattered quarterback uh, rushing records immediately. That ruined the curve. Kyler Murray's in the middle. Justin Herbert last year screwed it up for everybody. Where some guys just come in and they just ruin the curve. They're the A plus students. And Kyler Murray, you're right, because of the record the Cardinals had his rookie year because of the downfall the second half of the season last year, people aren't focusing on the good stuff. And what Kyler's done from the stat by Sam Farrar, uh, that shows that he's great done. at shorter passes. Yeah, Because three-step drops usually quick plays. Either that or he's out of the pocket quick if he's getting pressure immediately. His long ball is there. He hasn't had really had the targets to be able to throw it to. I mean, Christian Kirk is there. You know, Christian Kirk is a good deep ball threat. He's not a great one. DeAndre Hopkins is a great you know, uh, target share guy. He's got great hands, but it's not the fastest dude in the world. Um, he still has holes in his game, Bo. I mean, he's still learning, but the fact that people are forcing these guys to grow up so quickly due to a couple exceptions to the rule, that's the unfair part, especially with a team that was in shambles when he was drafted. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. It was a terrible team. I just think that uh, when you see Josh Josh Allen, I don't believe is even playing in Buffalo. He did not receive the criticism that Kyler Murray. He's even been praised, you know, by local media members that he took the necessary, put in the work going from year two to year three because he had to. He wasn't good. He had twenty touchdown passes in year two. Kyler Murray hit twenty touchdown passes his rookie season. Kyler Murray threw for twenty six touchdowns. He had a QBR of ninety four. He completed 67% of his passes. Just an unreal, you know, performance so far from Kyler Murray. I just don't understand, you know, why there's the criticism. Maybe because he was the number one pick. Maybe because he's got this skill set where he was already kind of thrown in to the conversation because of guys like Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson winning MVPs, taking on the hardware in year two. And that's what they envisioned for Kyler Murray. I mean, he is just steadily rising and becoming you know, the quarterback that everybody expected to be, him to be. And he's he's still just he's polishing his game. It, it's That's just how it's happening. But there is ve- one very real difference. And this is not a knock. This is a truthful statement. Patrick Mahomes had Andy Reid. Lamar Jackson had that group think, that foundation with John Harbaugh, etc. And Josh Allen has Brian Dable. Josh, uh, Brian Dable... What he did from a kid that didn't make the all-conference team in the Mountain Valley Con- in the Mountain West Conference the year before he was drafted out of Wyoming, turning him into what he is now—that's nurturing, teaching, and coaching a young raw talent to become an MVP candidate. This is the natural progression with good coaching and young great talent. Kyler Murray—he has some of that with Cliff but the majority of it is he's riding solo. And that's going to be 
a determining factor to see where he can get on his own with Cliff helping. But a lot of this is Kyler learning on his own. I think that's you know, unfair. And I think that's unfair to Cliff Kingsbury in really where he's fallen short, short as far as his situational play calling and all that. To to kind of just say that he has he hasn't been instrumental in uh, in Kyler Murray's progression. Well, coaches help obviously, yeah. but would you rather have the other? Nobody three knew or Brian Dable's name before Josh Allen emerged last year. I just they, I mean Brian Dable's been with great organizations. He just hasn't been in the forefront. Nah, I, I think that it's just I we'll see. I mean we'll see. I mean no, I know that Josh Allen there was. The jury was out on Josh Allen last year still, and then he answered it, and he became, as you mentioned, an MVP candidate. And then uh, the jury's out on Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray this year. Obviously, there's people who are, are, are watching, and they're not, they're not imp- impressed enough to give him the respect that I feel like he deserves. We have a huge throwdown Thursday tomorrow, Alex versus me. We love to debate on this. It happens all the time. We're disagreeing right now. Tomorrow... We're going to debate which Arizona Cardinal has to be the breakout star for this organization next year. Who has to take the biggest jump from 2020 to 2021? We'll debate that. Mash the like button because if we hit 20, we'll have bonus content. Alex? I'm very very happy you said that. Bo will give his hair care secrets (laughs) in bonus content if you like this damn post 20 times. Bo will give the insight into what makes his hair so great. I promise you that. He didn't know it until now, but he does now. Mm. So you want to you definitely hear that bonus content later. Yeah, prepare to be let down. It's Lockdown Cardinals. Follow on Twitter at LockdownAZCards, <laughs> at Clancy's Corner, at B-O-B-R-A-C-K. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow or maybe later today. Hit the like button.